I think Tampa will take both games in Tampa to start the series, and then Montreal will win two games in Montreal. But then Tampa will win the next one, and then Montreal will win the last two. Uh, I think Montreal will do the same thing the Bruins did. They'll lose all their games on the road until the last one, the one that matters, happens, and uh, they'll take home the cup. What are your predictions? Uh, Suns have the best backcourt duo. Yeah, so we've already talked about Burrow a lot, um, especially uh, how he's influenced the uh, the Bengals organization to do some questionable things. A great job from the Islanders to rebound off that and force Game 7 um, with Bella Vida's game-winning goal in overtime in Game 6. We don't talk about the 2010s because the 2010s had the Astros, and if the Astros didn't happen, the Yankees would have won in 2017 over the Dodgers. I'm going to say it's during the Week 17 game after the Cowboys have clinched the division. So we just put Ben DiNucci in. Vegas was really outplayed the last three games of this series, and they did not seem like they wanted it as much as Montreal did. And then the Oilers versus the Jets. Jets haven't been playing well. Oilers, you got a great offense with Connor McDavid. So I have them sweeping them. Yeah, well, well, I don't think you heard my point. The San Francisco Giants have three more in the 2010s than the Rangers have in their entire history. So, yeah. Uh, it's hard to get back um, and to get back-to-back wins. And I don't see the Lightning doing it here, so I have them losing to the Hurricanes in six. DeAndre Aiden, I think, will step up in this series and shut down Jokic enough for this to work out for them. He's He was close to Frank Reich, and they want Frank Reich back, so that's what they got. It's their discount Frank Reich in Eagles' eyes. Kaprizov and the rest of this crew, Jordan Greenway, who doesn't get enough props. Um, he definitely is somebody who needs to be mentioned more. What would you have said if I bet you 100 bucks at the start of, at the end of the round robin and start of the playoffs, that the Stars would be in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Or Stanley Cup finals? Hi, this is Julie Dobbs. You're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week for August 29th. Make sure to check out our previous NFL Opinions of the Week last week for August 22nd and be on the lookout for other um, NBA, NHL, and MLB Opinions of the Week for August 29th. That will be coming soon. This will be released a week before the NFC season starts as... um, it starts with the Cowboys August uh, September 9th, so next Thursday. And that's not going to be a good um, game to open up this season, but it is what it is. Um, we can talk more about that based on our predictions, which we made a while ago, and then we just released a fantasy video given, giving our thoughts. So just a reminder, this is part of our new format, Opinions During the Week of the Week. And then make sure to check out the YouTube as we have a new, um, uh, what is that called? Um, tag. It's the thing. Thumbnail. thumbnail? Yeah, yeah thumbnail. thumbnail. So we appreciate it. And uh, make sure to check out the other ones as Austin came up with Luke Rinauer, um for the NBA just off the top of his head. But let's talk some uh, NFL. And let's start with some surprising releases. And that is Cam Newton being released by the Patriots. 
I don't think we expected Cam Newton to get cut, and but we kind of thought Mac Jones. I lean more to it than you. Um, I believe of Mac Jones becoming the starting quarterback, but I did not expect Bill Belichick to let go of Cam Newton. I'll have to check the cap hit on that because I thought he signed a pretty big deal or no. It wasn't that big. It was like a one year, four and a half million, I think, something like that. I don't think it was that big. I don't think it affected um, their money situation all that much. But yeah, uh, you and I had very differing opinions. Um, you thought Mac Jones was probably going to take over halfway through the year or sooner. And I obviously thought that the entire season was dedicated to Cam Newton with Mac Jones having the year off. Um, off air, we were talking about it, and you had a pretty good uh, reason of why this happened, but um, I definitely didn't expect this. And I'm interested to see if Cam Newton gets another chance at a starting job in the future. Yeah, I'm also thinking more backup. Maybe he goes to Washington. I don't know. Meet up with Ron Rivera. I don't know. I just think of his backup right now. I don't think he gets a starting job anywhere. Um, I was kind of hoping the Cowboys would sign him as a backup because I'm not happy with the backup situation that Dallas has. Um, but I also took part of that from Jeff Allen, who tweeted, um, like, Cam Newton lost the job, and he's like, I'm not going to be a backup quarterback. And Belichick was just like, okay, nice knowing you. But I believe Mac Jones earned it. Because to me, he is the safer option. Um, Cam Newton probably has better ability right now. And he has the dual threat aspect that Mac Jones does not really have. But Cam Newton turns over the ball. So that's why I think it's going to be run the ball. Mac Jones just pass to a safe receiver and we'll be good and let our defense win the games. So that's how I think Belichick is going to run it. Um, and then hopefully Mac Jones develops into a better QB. And I think it's a very similar style of coaching from Belichick and Saban. So it's an easy um, transition for Mac Jones coaching-wise. But now we just got to see his transition into the NFL game from college. Um, any other thoughts before we move on to Desmond Trufant? Uh, not really. Um, you hit all, all the points that I was thinking about, and yeah, I'm excited to see how Mac Jones performs. Um, I do think this hinders the ability of the Patriots making the playoffs. Um, I don't really see that now, and I, I, I'm i checking right now, but I believe I had him making the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I did. I had him seventh in the playoffs um, to the last seed in the playoffs, while you did not have them making the playoffs, I believe. Yeah, you didn't. But uh, okay, I didn't. Yeah, Item so second. I think I may have to change <laughs> my predictions at some point. Now that the Patriots are having Mac Jones start, um, I'd probably move the Ravens in the seventh instead of the Patriots, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, I'm less confident this season, but I feel like Matt Jones is better overall uh, for the next uh, four years, and I think they'll, they'll get back to greatness soon enough. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Now let's talk about Desmond Trufant. A surprising play by the Bears um, because they lost um, – let me think of his name. Kyle Fuller. Yeah, Fuller. I think I was – Kyle Fuller, not Kendall Fuller. Yeah, correct? Kyle Fuller. Kendall Fuller okay. plays for the Washington football team. Yeah, that's who I was trying to think. Um, he's with the Broncos, so they lost him, but then I think they picked up Trufant. But now you cut Trufant, and now – 
that cornerback looks pretty weak, in my opinion, while you still have a good front seven. Because you just have Khalil Mack. I also believe they still have Robert Quinn. And then they have, um, oh, I can't think of their defensive tackles name. Can you help me or no? Oh, uh, I can see him. Uh, give me a second. Let me just think, think, think. I know exactly who you're talking about. I just, for some reason, can't remember his name. Um, is it, uh, is it Hicks? Yeah. Or I wasn't thinking of Akeem Hicks. I was thinking of Eddie Goldman. That oh, guy. But, but Hicks is also a good player. Yeah, Hicks is another D tackle that's there, right? Hicks is the D end, but they run a 3-4, so he does play on the inside. It, it, the positions they call him are weird, but I, he's a oh, D yeah. tackle. It well, says yeah, D end, he's, he's a D tackle. And then it, it seems like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it, they, they, like, they say that Khalil Mack's a linebacker. Khalil Mack's not a linebacker. He's a defensive end. They just, they just call him stuff they say outside linebacker but he is never going into pass defense i'll say that um but yeah this is a very surprising decision um the secondary for chicago is pretty good still because of their uh depth at both safety positions however their cornerback situation is now starting to uh, uh get more wary by the minute and i don't know where they go from here i don't really understand i know that he wasn't he was missing some time with some family issues but uh that should never be a reason why you cut someone, especially a former pro bowler like Desmond Trufant. Yeah, um, that's a guy. Another guy I hope the Cowboys sign because I would like that, the corner position. Um, but now we'll move on. Uh, I'm just going to ask you right off the bat, can you name one corner? I'm looking at the ESPN roster for the Bears. Uh, name one corner that play, that is listed on this roster. Um, I can't remember his name. He played for Louisville last year. He was drafted by them last year. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Um, he he caught a pick in the uh, Lions game, I believe. Uh, or maybe he didn't. Uh, he's he should be number twenty-two. I can't remember. Hmm. No, I, I can't, can't. I don't know who you're talking about. Just um, name some of them. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. That's the guy. Jalen oh, Johnson. Okay. I'm searching up Jalen Johnson immediately. Didn't he go? Jalen he, Johnson. He said he played college at Utah. Oh, that's an, oh, that's just me being dumb. I forgot. Uh, red team, red team. Okay. Colors. Because Next I remember up. Artie Burns being drafted in the first round by the Steelers six years ago. I'm going to guess yeah, that. Yeah, a while ago. I didn't even know Artie Burns played for the Bears. I could have I should have been able to name Jalen Johnson, um, no one else. I can obviously name Eddie Jackson, but he's a safety. Uh, Adrian Amos, but he's a safety. So, yeah. No, uh, Amos isn't listed. Oh, he's on Amos the, is, is he's the Packers, on the Packers. Right? I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, Amos used to play for the Bears. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, I'm just so getting close. confused with years now. <laughs> he was drafted in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Okay, is but Haha still on the on. team? Where's Haha now? Haha's a free agent, I'm pretty sure. He played with the Bears last year, right? Did he? I didn't think he played at all. He's a free agent right now. Let's see. 
So in 2021, he signed um, with the 49ers. And before that was with the Cowboys then got cut. But he did play with the Bears in 2019. Oh, so the last team he played for was the Bears. No, for the 49ers. Played. He never played a game for the 49ers. Oh, he point. never did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, so let's talk about um, Gardner Minshew to Philly. I'm pretty surprised Philly made that move for a young quarterback when you have Jalen Hurts on the roster. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I'll be surprised if they keep three QBs on the roster. Um, I think that Joe Flacco would be the one to go. Uh, considering the fact that you just traded a six for Gardner Minshew doesn't make much sense to release him. That'd be just giving away a six-round pick for no reason. So I think that Joe Flacco is the one who lost the battle and will be the one out. But maybe they run three QBs. I've seen it done before, and Philly is an interesting team. I do think this puts extra pressure on Jalen Hurts. He's another young QB who's, I think, proven himself to be a reliable one. Um, it really depends on who's healthy on the team and how his O-line performs. But um, the Eagles have a decent O-line. Uh, Jason Kelsey's still on the team probably for one more year. And uh, while they do have injury concerns all over, um, as long as they're healthy, the wide receiver issue is the only one that's still apparent. Yeah, because they cut Fulgham. Um, but they do have Smith. But Smith is questionable because of his weight he's at 170 am i correct yeah Um, something like that and he looks very small and skinny like it's just maybe that's another thing that changes in the nfl but he's like the first guy to be a skinny wide receiver just by his build he doesn't look that like he can take a hit from an nfl linebacker is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, it doesn't look so, like he's going to be cutting across the middle all that often. Yeah, like he he played phenomenal at Alabama, but it's just uh, he really can't. Um, we just haven't seen it yet in the NFL. So make sure we'll see how that happens. Um, I would rather have Joe Flacco as my backup to give be sort of a mentor for Hertz than Minshew being the backup. That makes sense. However, again, trading a six round pick for Minshew, that's just giving away a six round pick. So I feel like you're kind of forced your hand for Minshew to be the backup. Yeah. I wouldn't have done the trade because I would go, okay. And Minshew probably will have gotten cut. I don't think they keep Minshew. I think they have C.J. Bathard be the backup. Do you disagree? I would say no. The only reason being that Gardner Mitchell already knows the system, even though it is a new, uh, it is a new coach. So maybe, maybe he would have got cut. But he knew the players. He knew. I don't think the system is going to be changed up that much. Uh, even though it, it may change completely, uh, Urban Meyer could do a uh, college type thing, which will probably not work in the NFL like it hasn't every other time they tried it. But. Uh, it's going to be an interesting season for Jacksonville, and there's a lot more uh, storylines to go ahead with that. But That's a great transition. Uh, let's yeah. talk about storylines. How about um, the Chiefs game? 
because I am curious how that offensive line does. And they are facing the Browns, who defensive-wise, they got Jamie Clowney. Oh, they also got Owusu Koromoa from Notre Dame, but I got pronunciation. Owusu Koromoa, yeah. But they also signed Jadavian Clowney, and they all obviously have Miles Garrett. And that's where you go, oh, uh, this is a real test. Um, if the O line is as bad as it was in the Super Bowl, they don't win this game. I'll just say that. And I was also going to, I mentioned Owusu Koromoa because of defense. That was the yeah. thing. Um, and linebacking core and Ohosu Kormo is a steal. And then you have, um, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting that Ohio State cornerback name? Denzel Ward. Oh, yeah, Denzel Ward. Sweet. Um, but that is also a great point you made about the defensive line. And it's a playoff matchup where Chad Henney had to be the superhero for the Chiefs as Mahomes' concussion? Or no, no it, was, it was like foot. a next. Oh, well, oh, well, I think it was a foot. But uh, it looked like he hurt his head. I thought it was a neck sprain or something like that during the game. I never really thought it was a concussion except when the announcers thought it was. But, uh, yeah, Chad Henney played hero, and they ended up going to the Super Bowl just to get throttled. (laughs) Yep. And then uh, the Cowboys' defense is a thing to watch, even though I think it will be bad. And then Dak Prescott is my – to see how he does because he's had that shoulder – injury and so he hasn't played at all during preseason and then i'm curious to see how urban meyer does as you mentioned um any other storylines that you can think of well just when does trey lance come in when does uh, justin fields come in when do these rookie qbs take their first start uh that's i think not necessarily week one storyline but is a season storyline that i am very interested in as this is a new uh generation of qbs so It'll be and Jacob buried. Eason, I believe, is starting uh, for the Colts because Wentz yeah. is still unsure, and then Allinger. And Allinger got hurt, yeah. So, any other thoughts? I know I cut you off a little no, bit before. No, I'm all good. Okay, so now let's talk about predictions. Um, let's start with our coach of the year. I'll let you go first. So my coach of the year is a guy I really thought deserved it last year, even though he didn't get selected. And he isn't one of the big guys. I know you're about to say Sean McDermott, but I'm not. I'm going to say Matt LaFleur. Uh, I think Matt LaFleur uh, and the Packers, they're my number one seed in the NFC. And while Matt LaFleur has had an incredible record throughout his tenure as a head coach, he hasn't really gotten that much uh, talk as a a uh Contender for coach of the year, and I really think he gets it this uh, this next season and wins it. Really, I thought you were gonna say Ron Rivera, not Lafleur. Got it. Because Ron Rivera is my guy. I think he's gonna win. Uh, I expect big things from Washington, and that hurts me a lot to say, um, just because I think they have Ron Rivera, who's a very good co- coach, and. They have a capable QB in Fitzpatrick, but it could be that year when Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic, whatever you like to call him, uh, throws picks. But past few years, he has done really well. Um, So that's, I think he leads Washington to the division title um, back to back, which would break the streak. We talked about this in our predictions video and they could maybe make a big, make a, 
run in the playoffs. You never know. Taylor Heineke is also also someone to keep an eye on. But let's go to MVP. Who do you have? Josh Allen. Um, I think the next uh, this next season, I think the Chiefs are going to be a little bit more safe. We saw Patrick Mahomes be out with injuries, and while I do think he is the best QB in the league, I don't see him or that offense going for MVP type totals. I obviously had the Bills winning the uh, the AFC anyway, so I feel like the Bills go about fourteen and three. 13 and four have an outstanding season and Josh Allen with all of his receiving targets from Cole Beasley to Emmanuel Sanders to Stefan Diggs to Tyler Croft, the tight end to all of their running backs. I mean, this team is loaded and with a great uh, coach and Sean McDermott, I don't think anything holds back Josh Allen from winning. Yeah, this is something I've been a huge believer in the past few months. And that's Josh Allen as MVP because he got to keep Brian DeBall as his offensive coordinator. And Brian DeBall helped him fix his uh, throwing motion and allowed him to be more accurate. And given his weapons, I think he's going to do well. And I just see him building off his success last year. And I see him MVP. I agree. To me, I think, let me interrupt me if this is a bad parallel. It's kind of like the Chicago Bulls in the last dance. They're like, we're good in the regular season. We just got to get prepared for playoffs. Or is that is that a bad analogy? Um, I mean, the last dance is already after you've won five championships. So I understand your point. They need to make sure that they get postseason success now and instead of just regular season. Yeah. It's like we're going to do fine in the regular season, but we have to do well in the regular season for um, certain things so we can do well in the playoffs. Maybe a Tom yeah. Brady approach is better. Like last year, I think he was like, we're fine, we're fix- we'll are fix, we fix it before the Super Bowl, and they did, and they won it. That's a better analogy. Yeah. Um, let's go to Defensive Player of the Year. Who do you have? I have Chase Young. Um, I think he makes a big step in the right direction, and I think the best defense in the league is the Washington football team. I think the best D-line in the league is the Washington football team, and so I think Chase Young headlining that team, headlining that line, uh, takes it. And only a second season. No disagreements here. That's who I have back-to-back agreements. Hurts me to say, again, Chase Young is very good. And uh, he's going to terrorize a lot of – he's going to terrorize Dak. Um, so, that's – I think we covered it. Let's go to comeback player of the year. So, I have Christian McCaffrey here. Um, he was out for a large majority of the season, and I don't feel like he will be this year. Saquon obviously had an ACL tear, and playing in the same division as the Washington football team I don't think helps him. So I think Christian McCaffrey uh, comes back, is one of the best running backs in the league again, and takes comeback player of the year. What about you? I have Dak Prescott winning comeback player of the year. Um, he has such a great offense. Hopefully the offensive line comes back healthy. Tyrone Smith, Leo Collins, Martin, and then I th- Williams should be left guard. And then you have Bayesh. Um, but I've I heard that Williams was playing center for a little bit. Um, so McGovern could be left guard. He filled in for Zach Martin last year. But I think Dak is just going to have a field day with his offensive weapons as he was doing really well before his injury. So I think that is why he wins comeback player of the year in my predictions. 
Now let's go to most improved player, which is not an actual award, but um, it's going to be who we see improve the most this year. I have Tua. Um, I think Tua, along with Jalen Waddle, I think is going to uh, really, really help Tua out. And I think uh, this offense is going to be consistent, uh, especially with uh, their division. I think it's with the Jets. I mean, that's always a, uh, I won't say a free win, but an easy practice squad opponent. <laughs> uh, their defense is uh, struggling right now, and we'll see We'll see what happens. But uh, the Patriots are also having injury concerns. Stephon Gilmore, a guy we didn't mention, is having the first six weeks of the season. He's out. They're a little bit suspect on how they're going to start the season, how they're going to do, will they be hot, will they make the playoffs. And then the Bills are a tough opponent all around. But I feel like Tua is the most improved player. Tua was a close second for me. But my guy is Carson Wentz. I know he's a little bit injured, but I think he misses like maybe maybe one game and then it's back. But I don't, I don't think he misses more than three. And I think um, Frank Reich is going to help him get close to where he was near 2017, 2018. Um, And given how bad he was last year and the improvement he makes from that, I think makes him the most improved player, in my opinion, in my predictions. But let's finish this off. I'm going to take a shot. We have the same best rookie. Who do you have? I have Jalen Waddle. Dang it. We do not have the same rookie. Who do you have? I have Panay Sewell. Mm. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Um, I think Jalen Waddle will greatly benefit from having his college QB. And while Panay, uh, I think, will be outstanding, um, the uh, Frank Ragnow as a center will also be great. But uh, the Lions as a team are kind of self-combusting uh, before the season starts. I mean, they just obviously picked up another kicker, but... I, I'm not too confident on the route they're in. Um, Panay was second for me. I was really close to saying Panay, but I think Jalen Waddle, along with uh, Tua, will make rebounds. And this obviously reflects the best rookie in fantasy. I have the same for both. Yeah, I just I went with Panay Sewell because I think he'll be a great left tackle for the Lions, despite that turmoil that is happening. So... I thought we were just going to do it because we kind of been a, have an attachment to Panay Sewell, NFL-wise. Yeah, he was uh, a close second. I, I, I almost put him. Well, yeah, you and I agreed on Jalen Waddle in their fantasy episode, which you should definitely listen just to hear our reaction and when Austin realizes I have the same pick. Um, so make sure to check that out. Um, thank you for listening, and be on the lookout for more Opinions of the Week for August 29th.